Hello! We're here! Welcome! Yes! To Sidewalk Slam. Fuck, we're recording so quick. I know. Gotta... Well, we had we had them, we had episodes come out like a week apart. <laughs> People were so blown away. I know. <laughs> it was really funny. It was just like, two in one month? What have we ever done to deserve this? Thank you. We're gonna, like like we said, we're gonna like be actually scheduling we're these focused. better for, for 20, 2017. But, we're, we're excited now. Because, yeah. <laughs> In the last episode in Survivor Series, we were like, TLC is two weeks, <laughs> two weeks later. But now it's like, well, there's only two weeks of SmackDown to cover before today. Because yeah. today we're talking about TLC yes. 2016. Tables, ladders, and chairs. TLC was originally a match type yeah. created by Edge and Christian back in the day. Edge well, and Christian and the Edge. Dudleys and the Hardy Boys. Yeah, those had, three teams. Uh, they, they, they sort of were the, the progenitors of... Tables, ladders, and chairs. Yeah, as, well, as a match type, which was a match in which tables, ladders, and chairs were legal. It started the what's the word I'm looking for? The catalyst mm. for it was uh, the Hardys and Edge and Christian were in a best of seven tag team series, and the seventh match culminated in a ladder match to win the rights to have Terry Runnels as their manager. Terry, <laughs> that was what was at stake. Yeah. So and oh, sorry, and a hundred thousand dollars, which apparently this is Terry put Moppy into yes, uh, wood chipper Runnels. Yes, okay, Terry or she was called Maurice when she first came into the WWE or no, WWF. No, she was with Goldust. Maurice, Maurice, no, is the not Maurice. Way. Sorry, what I was, was wondering. Ah, oh, it's M something. I don't know because yeah, she was. God, I was going to say because uh, yeah, Dustin right. Dustin Runnels is um, Marlena. Marlena. Oh, okay. Marlena. There we go. Got cool. it. Okay. Cool. I was <laughs> Marlena. Like, that is not the same person. Yeah. So uh, she came in as Marlena. She was with Goldust when he first came in. And they kind of had like a falling out or something. Uh, and then this tag match had a ladder match at... Oh, God. I can't even remember. The it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and then that match catalyst these two teams, like Edge and Christian and the Hardys. The match was so good. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, well, we're going to do it again, but we're going to add... Ladders and or chairs and tables, yeah. And then the Dudleys got thrown in, and the first match was at was it WrestleMania X Seven? Was that the I first think so. one? Yeah, they had, and it was like a marquee event. It was like yeah. the TLC match. Yeah. And then several years ago, God, probably like six years ago now, when WWE did this revamp of all their pay per views, where they were sort of gimmick focused, mm-hmm. the TLC pay per view was the match where TLC matches, but also just tables, ladders, and chairs matches happened. A tables match is a no-DQ match where you win by putting your opponent through a table. A ladder match is where you win by getting the title or object, which has been suspended above the center of the ring. And a chairs match is the worst one, and it just (laughs) means that chairs are legal. Yeah. There's nothing different about it, just chairs are legal. Surprisingly, the chairs match was one of the best matches on this card. It was. Yeah. That was a surprise. That's the first... I think when I watched it, I was like, I think that's the first... the first chairs match I watched, and I was like, "Wow, that!" Was I good. did enjoy some years ago. There was a John Cena versus Sheamus. I can't remember what it, who it was, but there was a chairs match at the TLC pay per view where uh, one of them, like, I think it was Cena, beat someone up a bunch at the top of the ramp, and then went into the back, yeah. and then came back out with a large like wheelie office chair, just like a normal comfy looking <laughs> office chair, yeah, and. Put put the other person in it and then push them down the <laughs> ramp. So they rolled down the ramp into the ring. Yeah. And the announcers are like, "Well, I guess, I guess chairs are legal. We never <laughs> said 
We never said what kind of chair. A steel chair match. It's just a chair. Yeah, it's just a chair's match. Anyway. I'm waiting for someone to break out the old love seat. Yeah. (laughs) Let's do it. Chaise lounge. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, TLC, tables, ladders, chairs. Brought to you by WWE Supercard and K Jewelers. Oh, yeah. People keep asking me if I've played that Supercard game, and I, I probably never will. No. <laughs> From the American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas, it is yeah. TLC. Real quick. Yeah. Man, SmackDown's good. Dude, how good is SmackDown? It's like, so good. I just, I like, it's unbelievable how yeah. good it is. Like, how I, much do you care about the Intercontinental title right now? Oh, so much. I was listening earlier uh, to the, I was kind of watching a lot of SmackDown to catch up, yeah. and, um, because, like I said, there was only two weeks of this, but I was like, I was well behind on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, the opening title track yeah. for, for SmackDown. Have you listened to the lyrics in that song? No. <laughs> it's so good. Because it's SmackDown is the B show, right? Yeah. And it's the 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 lyrics are like, um, what is it? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take it back from those we're fighting against. Uh, oh, I can hear them singing it now. They, yeah. <laughs> it, the, the, the bit at the end is, um, it's time to rise up even though they left us for dead. Damn! Right? Oh this God. is our last stand. <laughs> right? It's basically just like, the yeah. whole thing is like, okay, yeah, we're SmackDown. Yeah. We are gonna fuck them up. Yeah. Right? And it's like, man, have they ever. Because... Do you think it's be- okay? Do you think it's because SmackDown's actually good, or does Raw is not that good? It could be both. It could be both. Yeah, why not both? Because <laughs> yeah, like, SmackDown can be good in comparison to Raw, and also good. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. All right. So the first, the first match on the pre-show, the only match on the pre-show. I didn't watch this. I think neither did I. But I have the result, which is yeah. American Alpha, the Hype Bros, and Apollo Cruz. Defeat the Ascension, the Vaudevillains, and Kurt Hawkins. Oh, I think you remember I talked about the Hammer Time thing. Yeah, I think this is when I first saw it. Oh, the bit with it Mojo, actually, yeah, Mojo did the. Right. It's awful. Yeah, it doesn't. Don't worry about. Speaking of awful, sorry, horrible segue. I have you watched Total Nonstop Deletion yet? No, no. Okay, I haven't watched it yet. Either, okay, so maybe we'll cover that. Spe- We're gonna. Speaking of awful. <laughs> well, I would say awful, but I mean, I did see a clip where. Uh, God, what's the name of the drone? Oh, uh, Vanguard 1. Vanguard 1 breaks a pin. (laughs) Matt Hardy's DJI Phantom 4 drone, Vanguard 1. Breaks a pin. At a close 2. A close 2 count. Yeah. I'm going to watch it probably this weekend. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Wow. All right. Anyway. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So, okay, when did this happen? The... uh, the SmackDown announce table. Uh, oh, yeah! Mauro Ranallo, JBL, okay. David Otunga. Tom Phillips! And Tom Phillips. <laughs> I think it was this pay-per-view. Where the, It started on the SmackDown after after Survivor Series. Oh, was it? Because it cut to the announce table, and I was oh, like, right. hold the hell up. Why are there four <laughs> people sitting? Yeah. Tom Phillips is like off the end yeah. being like, I am also here. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, just, like, just, what's the point? Just put Otunga into the sea and then put Tom Phillips... <laughs> On the thing with just, the other two. What is he under like Just commit him to the icy depths of the ocean. Is he under <laughs> some Phillips. insane contract? I don't know. I and you know what? It's like Tom Phillips is there to plug advertisements, and that's really all he kind of does. Yeah. But like I don't know why. Because they put a they put a third guy on NXT. It's not just Graves and, and Tom Phillips, Phillips anymore. Yeah. 
Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's like they put him there, but once we get to the wrestling, it's kind of like he's not. He's not there. So I just don't think about it. Right. Yeah. It's just like, that's why I was okay. so surprised when it, yeah. when it cut to the thing and he's like, maybe. And again, here tonight on SmackDown, and I'm like, well, holy shit, where did Tom Phillips come from? Yeah, actually, you know what I think it is? Maybe they're just putting him there just for experience, right? Yeah, I guess because it's just like rather than throw like let's say they take off Otunga and put Phillips in there. And <laughs> and they're not sure of how it's going to work out. Rather than why don't we just put a fourth guy there? He can sit there, see how it all works, hear what's in the headsets. Yeah, you know, maybe get used to it. I don't know. That's my only reasoning. It's got to be it. Fair enough. So Long the first Ditto Otunga just consumes him. <laughs> so the first match on the real card yeah. is WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. Yeah. Slater and Rhino, the Beauty and the Man Beast, defending against <laughs> Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Fuck me! How great are the Wyatts? So yeah, this the yeah. SmackDown after Survivor Series. Yeah, there was a tag a team. tag team turmoil <laughs> match. Yeah, which is two teams start. Yeah, and when one of them loses, another team comes out. Yeah. Until and that they just keep fighting until one team, one is team left is left standing, and American Alpha eventually like they, they all the teams went through. American Alpha wins wins that yeah. Tag, and tr- when I was watching this, lunch. I was like, oh okay, American Alpha are obviously gonna go on to TLC, beat Slater and Rhino, mm-hmm. and then feud with the Usos. Now this is this is the did, they did say that that was a number one contenders match, didn't they? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I missed the part where on the next week, on the next week's SmackDown, for some reason now, American Alpha are having a match against the Wyatt family, and if the Wyatts win, they get the number one contender spot. After the tag team turmoil match ended, the Wyatts were on the screen. Yeah. They come up and they're like, oh, you haven't beat every tag team. And that just apparently... And that's it. That's the, that's the like... See, I saw the, that, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. yes, and? And then... <laughs> and they were like, we're coming for you, run. Okay. And I think that was just like, this is them, like, hey, you yeah, right, yeah. everybody, so... It's, it is weird to me that sometimes, because of, since the hashtag new era yeah. started, it seems weird that sometimes the authority figures, or be, because the authority figures have been such a focus, yeah. or at least not... If not a focus, they've always they've been there week in week out doing stuff. Mm-hmm. It is weird that sometimes the superstars can be like, "Well, I think this match will happen," and then it does. Yeah, and you just have to sort of assume that I I guess <laughs> Shane signed off on this or yeah. Brian was like, "Okay, you know, all like, right, yeah, all right." Anyway, so. I think it's just because like my head cannon was just like, "Well, they were the sole survivors, survivors." Yeah, that's soul true. Surviving team, they were so the, it's just the, like okay. They were and the I think souls they made surviving. this challenge because maybe in my head the Wyatts were like, I don't see in kayfabe Brian or Shane approaching the Wyatts from a character to character standpoint. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like having a backstage segment with them or something, mainly because maybe they're creeped out. Because if I'm treating this like an actual workplace. <laughs> I'm treating it as like nobody really talks to the Wyatts that much. Yeah. And they never That's thought fair. of like, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. So it, it gets a lot more interesting when you think of wrestling that way. It's like it's an actual workplace. But this match is pretty sweet. It's not long. No, it's not, but it was good. But 
the wide's new gimmick is just taking bullets for each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, there's just, just before the finish. It's it's an entertaining match. But fast forward. Just just before the finish. It's actually. I know that we mentioned before. Um, that Slater and Rhino are running dangerously close to the. Slater gets beat up for the whole match, and then Rhino yeah. likes to save. And this one, Slater was in the ring start, and yeah. he got in some good offense. It was nice. Yeah. But again, the same like, problems came up. Like, like I said last time, is that we don't. They haven't kept up any of their story. Yeah. So we don't care As about much. them anymore. Yeah. And so it's like, well, I guess it's time to close that chapter. But yeah, near the end of the match, Orton pushes Wyatt out of the way of a gore. Yeah. And so Rhino knocks him out of the ring and is going to go gore Randy yeah. outside the ring. But Harper pushes him out of the way yeah, awesome. and takes it. Which allows Orton to tag himself in, give Rhino an RKO, and uh, then then and then the win. Yeah, the Wyatt's the, the, Wyatt's the Wyatt win. family holds gold. This is Bray Wyatt's first title. I know, right? Isn't that fucking ridiculous? Luke Harper was Intercontinental Champion for a while. Yeah, this is Bray Wyatt's first title. But he was like title. outside the Wyatt. That was when they kind of like split them up. Yeah, but it's just weird that like Luke Harper has. I got. Didn't I, he, isn't he a two-time Intercontinental Champion? I think so. During that whole like before that ladder match at WrestleMania 31, yeah, they all changed titles like multiple times. Yeah, I got chills when I saw Bray Wyatt holding a belt. It was good. I was like, oh, thank Christ. Like, yes. Please let them hold these for a while. There's so <laughs> there's definitely and I, I am I'm bummed that they're moving so quickly. Yeah. But there's definitely animosity between Harper and Orton. Yeah. Or or at least from Harper. I think that that's, that's good because Harper has always been kind of like Bray's favorite. Mm. And now Randy's here, and it look it, to me it's like Bray, like when Randy, shows a little bit more affection towards yeah, Randy, like, like a fatherly when, affection. When when Randy joined, Bray was like, or Harper doesn't doesn't say anything, but he was just sort of like on his face. He's like, yeah. oh, mm, I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah. And then Bray was like, all right, sure, you're in. And Harper's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and the, the the only thing that bugged me was like he on one of the SmackDowns. There's a backstage segment where Randy. Basically, like, prodded Harper to go and he's like, "Well, go on, go, go fight Kane then, go beat him, go, yeah. go do the thing, you, you big man, big talker." <laughs> yeah. And Harper was like, "But how dare you talk to me like?" They were like, it was reacting badly, and then and Bray was like, "No, no, he's right, go do your thing, Harper." And Harper like left in a huff. Yeah. And then Randy sort of like looked at Harper leaving, and then looked to Bray as if like, "Yes, I am sowing seeds of discontent within the Wyatt family," <laughs> which is super not what I want yet. Yeah. It's, uh, frankly, I don't want it at all. I, don't I know it's going all. to happen eventually, but yeah. it's like, if that's what they're doing, they're, it's, it's too soon. It's too soon, man. My only prayer, I don't, did I mention this last on last show where I said that I hope that Randy tries to turn the wides on each other, but Bray has already figured it out? Yes, that would be sweet. Yeah, yeah. and then catches. One step ahead. Catches one step ahead. Like, how awesome would that be? Yeah. Oh, my God. God. Uh, yeah. And there was like a little bit at the end where um, Harper brought the titles into the ring yeah. and was reticent to give one to Randy, and mm-hmm. he, Randy sort of tore it away. I was like, I got the belt, and then Bray <laughs> Bray put his Bray put his belt on Harper's shoulder to hold. Yeah. And Randy was like, But I don't want to do that. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> then he put his belt on Harper's other shoulder, and then everyone posed. Dude, I love. I don't know why I love that so much. Like all of them posing. Yeah. Because Randy's doing the like. 
the, the, the usual Randy Orton pose, and then Bray's, I just look so, it looks weird, but I like it. Just because you look at Randy, and he's like a good looking dude, and, and then there's just the Wyatts, you know, next to him. It's just, one of these things doesn't belong, but it, it works. You yeah. know what I mean? I think it's great. Congratulations, Bray Wyatt. You did it, buds. You're top of the tag team division. <laughs> I think 2017, I know we say this every year, but I think 2017 will be Bray's year. I mean, he's finally got a, he's finally got a title belt, so. Yeah. The next match is Nikki Bella yep. versus Carmella in a no disqualification match. Yes. Why? Um, they like uh, most. Okay, of... I guess okay. When I when I say why, uh, okay. let me let me let me explain. Yeah. That. Uh, Nikki and Carmella don't especially like each other, and they haven't for a while. Yeah. Ever since Carmella turned heel by attacking Nikki back just after Nikki returned. Mm-hmm. Um. And <sighs> that animosity has been ongoing. Right, yeah. like it's established that they don't like one another. Yes, but it didn't feel to me like there was an active feud that warranted. Okay, now you need to settle it in an ODQ match. Yeah, yeah, I think that they. I guess like that could be said for a lot of feuds, though. I think we're being unfair to Carmella and Nikki. Really, I think so. Just because, like, do you think? Reigns and Rusev deserved a Hell in a Cell match? No, but yeah. that was the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, and they obviously just wanted to do... Like, there's no reason to give them a no-DQ match at TLC. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, okay, now I see where you're coming from. Yeah, okay, I can, I can, I can get not, with that. But it's I not mean, like, like it's no-DQ. <laughs> if, if they'd given them, I don't know, a, like they gave, uh, later in the card, um, Becky and Alexa Bliss have a tables match, Yeah, and their feud didn't... Maybe felt like it perhaps warranted something more extreme, but the mm-hmm. only reason it's a tables match is because it's TLC. Yeah. Right? It's just think, that, like, the, I didn't even feel like Nikki and Carmella were feuding. I know they didn't like each other, but yeah. it didn't really feel like they were actually had an active feud. It just, it's like, uh, after Survivor Series, Nikki was like, I think you knocked me out, Carmella. And she went, she said, I did didn't not. Think, yeah. And then they were like, well then, it's a no DQ match. I'm like, well, that seems kind of out of left field. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There was a really brilliant moment. Carmella came out and started uh, slagging Nikki mm. and brought up John Cena, which is always funny. I don't know. I just I don't know. Yeah. I always think it's great. It's and canon she, now. It's canon. Yeah. And they also made sorry, skipping ahead, but they made Dean Ambrose and Renee Young canon. Yeah. On well, on now that it, now that it's on Total Divas, they can't really hide it from the. The main roster, yeah. so I don't watch Total Divas, but I know that Dean and Renee are on no, this. Twenty seventeen, we start covering Total Divas on this show. <laughs> I don't have time. I, you know what? I would because it'd be funny, mm-hmm. but I just don't have time. Fair enough. Um, there, and during that, uh, the promo where Carmella was talking about John Cena, she said that God, what did she say? She was going to hit Nikki so hard that the Bella twins on her chest came out her back. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, on the on the November 29th episode of SmackDown, yeah. the, which was, I guess, the go-home show, because yeah. it was only two weeks, they definitely played it up more... Physical? That, yeah, that, yeah. like, that these two Dude. needed to blow up some steam. But I guess it was the, it was the previous episode where it's like, it's going to be a no-DQ match that I was like, but why? But they sort of... 
retroactively validated it the next week to an extent, but I was still sort of confused. That's the beauty of wrestling, though. Like, we just, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've said it once, and it's just like, okay, I didn't like what they did, but now I have to wait until see where they're going with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I felt like that go-home episode was really good, because Nikki forearmed the fuck out of Carmella and gave her a monstrous black eye. She really did. Yeah, like, even on the show, like, I saw a picture, She, I pictured somewhere Twitter or... I don't know, someone, yeah, it was on an article or something, and Nikki, or Carmella's face was messed up. <laughs> was, I believe it. Yeah. The match itself was okay. Mm-hmm. You brought up points about, you didn't, wasn't sure if this deserved an ODQ match, and mm-hmm. maybe it didn't, because the way they wrestled it, you know what I mean? Maybe they didn't they do just, a lot of... There was a great, where, there was a great moment where Carmella had uh, Nikki Bella in the Code of Silence, mm. and then Nikki just... Smacked her with the kendo stick. Yeah, I thought that was pretty great. And it's mostly just kendo stick stuff. I think. Yeah, it was mostly just kendo stick stuff. I just watched this last night. Carmella um, gave Nikki a like. Oh, the you can't see me. You, yeah, she did that in the corner. Talk. That was pretty great. I just I don't. <laughs> the crowd. We all just love it. Yeah. When people just bring up John Cena and Nikki Bella, and he's like, Dad, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Except in the time that they were awful. There was yeah. that one crowd that was like just crapping all over the women wrestlers. Oh, that was the worst. That was this year, wasn't it? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Thanks a lot, Graham. Sorry. <laughs> um, the finish of this match. <laughs> okay, it was kind of dumb. Okay. Because Nikki Bella gets a fire. <laughs> Fire extinguisher. Gets a fire extinguisher out from under the ring. Yep. And then just sprays Carmella for like, I don't know, 30 seconds? Like until the extinguisher is exhausted. Yeah. Just like... She just sat there because usually fire extinguishers in wrestling are used like, spurt, and then... And it's like, oh, my eye. Yeah. And it's like, ah, and then they hit their finisher and that's it. But this was like, sprayed her, and she's like, ah, my face, and then she's just like, she just like sprayed her more. And, and then kept, the kept going. God bless the announcers because yeah. they sold it great. JBL was like, enough stuff gets in your, your mouth and you can't breathe and gets in your eyes and you're disoriented. Mm-hmm. I've been like, sprayed mm-hmm. with fire extinguishers in my day. And yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's cold, you can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, okay. I Takes can... the oxygen out of your lungs. Yeah. And then she sprays her down with the fire extinguisher for like, it felt like an hour, but it was probably like 10, 20 seconds. Yeah. And then she hits the Rack Attack 2.0. I just opened that and didn't take a drink. Um, <laughs> she hits the Rack Attack 2.0. Nikki Bella wins, which I felt was weird. I thought for sure Carmella was winning this. Yeah. But Carmella pinned Nikki at Survivor Series, correct? I, I yes. want to say yes. Yes. Um, so maybe that was... Because the way wrestling works <laughs> is like Nikki won the first match at No Mercy. Carmella gets the pin on Nikki at Survivor Series. So they think they make Nikki win. Because that was where Nikki right. got, or Carmella got her, like, part of the deal, right? Like her. Well, sorry, Nikki, Nikki and, wasn't in Survivor Series because Nikki oh, got taken right, out. Oh, right, yeah. She, Natalia. Yeah. All right, I'm an idiot. That was the whole thing, yeah. Yeah. Which, after, after this match, you mentioned this last time, after the match, Carmella gets on the mic with her shiner and is like, so you think you. Even up, you think you got revenge for t- being taken out of Survivor Series? Yeah. Well, guess what? I didn't hit you. I still maintain that. You know who did? Natalia. That's right, your friend from Total Divas. And <laughs> Nikki's like, I don't know if I believe you or if I should be really mad at Natalia, but I'm going <laughs> to leave. Yeah. It felt really weird. It felt weird. When it happened. So I assume 
that we are to take Carmela's word on this. Yeah. That Natalia attacked Nikki. It also makes the most sense because she was super jealous about not being able to get on the team. Which makes it really weird when the next the next thing we see is an ad for K Jewelers with Natalia <laughs> yeah. in the ad helping a couple yeah. get engaged yeah. in the ring. It's like after <laughs> it's like Natalia's the bad guy. But but here she is helping a lovely couple she believes achieve their dream. She believes in true love. Very odd. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was just kinda like I, it felt it felt very forced. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that step, that beat in the storyline mm. was just like, no, by the way, it was Natalia who did I, it. I did like, I mean, I did like that it was just sort of like, all right, you know what? It, it was Natalia. Yeah. Fine. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm done being like, no, it's not me. I'm actually going to tell you exactly who it was. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Next. Because it's just—it's coming fast and furious. This show, yeah, it's really quick. Next up is the Intercontinental Championship ladder match. The Miz defending against Dolph Ziggler. There is a brilliant promo package just before, before this yeah. show. I mean, before this match. Before the match, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, it was great. It was like this retrospective on the Intercontinental Title and like all the different people who fought over it and talking about respect and history and. Honor and everything else. It was great. And then there's a backstage segment mm-hmm. with Daniel Bryan being interviewed, and they're like, look, so you want to see Miz lose the title? And Bryan's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, not, not, not for what you think, though. I, yeah. I just I think that Dolph Ziggler's a great guy, and he's great in the ring, and uh, I, I don't like the Miz. Yeah. Uh, though, you have to admit, he does bring a certain star quality to the title. Yeah. And then Miz walks up and he's like, haha, you admit it. <laughs> yeah. You admit that you don't like me. And Brian's like, I have never <laughs> hidden that. That's not a twist. <laughs> I have yeah. never liked you. This isn't shouldn't be a surprise. My friend doesn't like you either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have gotten the death sent. <laughs> so in the in the weeks leading up, like we mentioned at Survivor yeah, series, series yeah. Miz defended the championship successfully against Sami Zayn. Yeah. And then he was forced to defend the the SmackDown after Survivor Series, he was forced to defend the title against Kalisto. Yes. And Baron Corbin interfered and attacked and Kalisto. Attacked Kalisto, but Kle- I mean Miz won. Like yeah. distracted Kalisto, Kalisto or Miz hit the skull crushing finale and then pinned, well pinned him obviously and retained mm-hmm. the title. Mm-hmm. And then while he was walking back up the ramp, Ziggler came out, came out and super kicked him. Yeah, and then uh, Daniel Bryan. As a result of that, Daniel Bryan made this ladder match at TLC as their final meeting. Yeah, it's like all right because this is um, this is Ziggler's rematch. Yeah, because rematch clause because he he lost the he lost the title to Miz on SmackDown. The the Survivor Series match against Sami Zayn was already booked, so this is yeah this is uh, Ziggler's. Um, automatic rematch. Everyone gets a rematch. Yeah. When you lose the title, you get one rematch. Unless they for specifically sure. state. Yeah. Which no happens rematch. actually at the Raw pay per view. Yeah. Which we'll cover. But uh, and this is I wrote this down as an example of some truly insipid David Otunga commentary. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. 
if he wins, this is him describing Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. If he wins this match, he'll reach an elite level. But if he loses, eh, he'll just be pretty good. <laughs> it's like, no, no, <laughs> Ziggler's already great. He's yeah. going to be very good regardless of if he wins this match or not. Otunga, you idiot. <laughs> you fucking moron. That's great. He calls a steel ladder a steel chair at one point. That's kind of funny. And JBL, like, ah, oh, you must be confused, David. <laughs> it's pretty great. Oh, I totally forgot. This is this is jumping back to the Randy Orton Bray Wyatt thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know this is jarring, but I totally forgot this thing that I wanted to mention. That it was even before Survivor Series. That uh, it was a little character thing that came up that I I really really liked, which was um, Randy Orton's theme song for many years has been. I hear voices in my head. They talk to me. They tell me things. They talk to me, you know, or whatever. And it's yeah. like, okay. And he he talks about like the voices in his head or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he's 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 mentioned it before, you know, like how he hears voices. So this he was talking to Bray Wyatt at one point, and uh, or he was talking actually to Kane. This was bef- this was before even the Wyatt family thing, I think. Yeah. But he was saying that the voices in his head <laughs> are telling him to stop. He says, yeah, he's, he's backstage, and he's like, the voices in my head are telling me to, like, cool it and not hurt people so much, and I just ignore them. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, this is actually a big character thing for, yeah. for Randy, that it's like the, the voices are not what's making him, a, making him do bad things. Yeah. He's consciously ignoring the voices <laughs> that are telling him to be a good person. That's amazing. Yeah, I was like, well, that's a twist. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. And yeah, that was that was prior to that was him uh, talking to Kane, being like, "So you know, we're on the same page, right?" Yeah. And Kane's like, "I've been to hell and back. I'm in." And then they go out, and that's that's the the tag match where against Harper Kane and Wyatt, just where Kane just disappears. <laughs> where did Kane? So go? yeah, I, I when I was editing the episode together, I was God, like, I can't believe I forgot to mention when that. I saw you. Where did Kane go? He's just like, gone. <laughs> He's, JBL's like flabbergasted. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so back to back to this match. Yeah, Ziggler and Miz. Yeah, Intercontinental title. Ladder match. Always good to see these two in a ladder match. Yeah. Oh, this looks exhausting. Yeah. This match looked exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. There's... Ladder matches suffer from a problem of uh, it's always impossible to climb a ladder unless you're about to win. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like anytime during the match that they climb a ladder, you're it's like, uh, <laughs> and then when someone's going to win, they're like, right up and grab yeah. it. This or this match didn't really have that. When you're stopping someone from climbing the ladder, yeah. you can climb really fast. This match didn't really have that. Like the times that they were slow climbing the ladder, it's because they were selling leg injuries. Yeah. And you believed it. Yeah. And there was no real point where someone was like, I'm fine now. <laughs> yeah, there was a point in that. During the Ambrose AJ match, mm, yeah, where it was just like, why are you up so fast? Yeah, but uh, yeah, oh god, this match was great. This was the perfect way to end this feud. Um, some notables were there was Ziggler hits a huge DDT on the ladder on the outside. Yeah, when it's propped up against the apron. Um, the ladder. I think you've probably seen the GIF, but at one point the ladder falls over. And it hits the top rope, 
and then the middle rope, and then the bottom rope, and then it lands on the mat. Yeah. It's awesome. It's so <laughs> doink, perfect. Doink, doink, doink. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a springboard powerbomb by Miz nearing to the end of the match. Um, is this when Miz does the figure four through the ladder? Yes. Yeah. 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 He's doing a lot of... Daniel Bryan taunts as well. He does the yes. Yeah, he does the the running kicks in the corner that yep. Daniel Bryan used to do. Does the yes kicks. Yeah, I think that I like how they're using Miz's feuds as a vehicle for this Daniel Bryan thing. Mm-hmm. I know that we think that Daniel Bryan is not going to wrestle, but somebody brought up either it was on Twitter. Or I think on it was YouTube, on Twitter. Yeah, who they're like, well, I think that some, Bryan's going to pick somebody mm. to fight for it's him. Be a chosen champion. Yeah, yeah. which is. I mean, hopefully. I mean, we're all hoping Nakamura or Samoa Joe, right? But uh, I don't know. We'll see. We 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 now know that the at the takeover that we'll be seeing in San Antonio, the title match of the NXT show is going to be Bobby Roode yes. challenging um, Shinsuke Nakamura. So Joe is not in that match. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? We get to sing both their theme songs. Yeah. And so yeah, this like I said, this was just yeah. everyone. Like, there was so many moments where it looked like it was over. Yeah. Going either direction. It was totally believable that it could have gone either way. There was actually, like, the Spirit Squad didn't show up. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, I don't even think Maurice got involved either. There was only, the only shenanigans was Miz, at the end of the match, Miz hits a low blow on Ziggler when they're both climbing, they're fighting the big dramatic fight, final battle on the top of the ladder. (laughs) Twice. Twice. Yeah. And and Miz because that's you're allowed to in a ladder match. Yeah, and Miz hits him with a low blow, and then Ziggler falls off, and Miz retains. Yeah, and that's like the only time that was anything was questionable. But I mean, it's like it's within the rules, right? As far it's as no the match goes, there's no DQ. So I mean, can, Spirit Squad and Maurice could have interfered. Yeah, but they didn't, and I'm glad that they didn't because yeah. it does a lot for Miz's character going forward. Yeah, because it's like oh, he can still kind of fight. Like I don't mind. A heel cheating, mm-hmm. but every now and again, they have to win like on yeah. their own, right? It makes them better when they lose. But yeah, there's, there's just so many moments where they just looked exhausted and hurt and just dragging themselves up by one arm and one leg. And, yeah. and it's like, it looked like they're going to get it. Looked like Miz was going to grab it, and then he gets the ladder taken out and he's oh, yeah. swinging when Miz around. Falls, Miz falls off the ladder or gets the ladder taken out from underneath him and yeah. then falls down. I thought he legit hurt himself. Yeah, he sold that he really well. On. He was like, he even swore. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he said, he said, motherfucker, really loudly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was great. But yeah. Yeah, uh, this was a very good match, yeah. and it was a very good feud. I'm glad it's over. Yeah, me too. I'm, 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 I, I'm, I hope that Ziggler doesn't fade back into obscurity again. He doesn't. Oh, good. I, well, I'm, I'm not caught up. Oh, okay. Yeah, he doesn't. Good. No, he, yeah, yeah. L- let me know what happens. Uh, he becomes the number one contender? Oh, shit. Well, I, didn't watch, I didn't watch last week's, or this week's SmackDown yet, but I think there's a, th- a three-way match for... Because they had like a four-way, which Ziggler won. But there was... Uh, what happened? Anyway, but there was a three-way this week. Nice. So, after yeah. the match, the Miz gets on the mic and dedicates the match to Daniel Bryan <laughs> and says that he won it in spite of Bryan's hatred. Yeah. He said, he actually, it was great when he said that uh, Daniel Bryan's constant negative attention motivated me yeah. to win this. Yeah. It's like, 
damn. Yeah. It's like, good job, Miz. There was even Let's Go Miz chance. Yeah. You never hear Let's Go Miz chance. It was a really good match. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's just like... Well played by It's a credit men. to Miz's body of work mm. this year. You know? Yeah. God, the guy's been incredible. And, like, quietly incredible. Even before the brand split, like, he was good. We He's always the, been good. We loved The Miz when we started this show. Yeah. And we've been like, Miz is great. You should watch I it. have always been on Team and a Miz. And a lot of people are like, oh, he's boring and he's kind of vanilla and he doesn't know. It's like, no, he's a brilliant heel. Yeah. And the A-lister thing was, was the A-lister thing, did it start this year? Uh, maybe not this year, but, like, a little well, while ago. Last year? I mean, he's he's always been sort of, like... The Hollywood aspect. Because the payoff between him and Miz, like the Miz Dow payoff was at WrestleMania this year. Yeah. The pre-show Battle Royal. Was it the pre-show? Was that this year? Or was it last year? Fuck, I'm the worst. I think, oh no, it was last year. It was last year? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Because Sandow got let down, let go this year. Yeah, well, because he's, he's been, um, he's been like a Hollywood yeah, guy right. for a while. Yeah, because ever since he was in the first like Marine sequel that he did, or which yeah. was like the third one or something, I don't know. He's been he's been using that for years, but it definitely got amped up over the past several years. The I gotta stop Hollywood A-listers. All this stuff mixed up, <laughs> dude. It all so it's much just, stuff blurs together. I know, but it's just like every time it happens, I'm like, ah oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember actually? I was asking on Twitter, and I don't think I, I got. I didn't get an answer, but I found out on my own. Do you remember when? Brock Lesnar beat up Bo Dallas at like on like Raw like last year. Oh yeah. And somebody changed Bo Dallas's Wikipedia yeah. page to be deceased. Yeah. Like he was murdered by Brock Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> that was really I was really hoping that it happened this year, but it just so. all the last two years it just blended together. Next match. Yeah. A chairs match. Yeah. Like I said, the lamest kind of match. Oh. I mean, what can you do it's with not, the chair? Like, it's well, just, the thing is, like the 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 ladder match and the tables match have different win conditions. The chairs yeah. match is this totally normal match, but with chairs. With chairs, yeah. Between Kalisto and Baron Corbin. Yeah. So, we talked about Kalisto attacking Baron Corbin, going crazy on Baron Corbin, and, yeah. and injuring him such that he had to be removed from the Survivor Series team. Yeah. Then on the SmackDown after Survivor Series, yeah. he interfered with the. The Miz versus Kalisto match and beat up Kalisto. Yeah, and then the week after that, there was a tag match: Miz and Corbin versus Kalisto and Ziggler. Right, and uh, Kalisto had Miz hit Miz with the Salida del Sol mm-hmm. and was going to pin him, and Corbin hit Kalisto with a chair. Right, to get them disqualified, which means a chairs match. Yeah, typically that's how they do it. If it's like, if the object becomes involved at any point, well, it actually they work backwards. They're going to be like, well, we're going to do so-and-so and so-and-so in a tables match. Yeah. And so then they'll have, like, someone decide to use a table so that the authority figure can be like, ah, well then, tables <laughs> match. <laughs> nah. mm-hmm. So a chair was involved, so they're going to have a chairs match. Yeah. So Kaliso comes out first, and they have, like, there's, like, chairs, because it's, the TLC pay-per-view, there's tables and ladders and chairs just sort of around everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so Kalisto comes out, and just, instead of getting in the ring, he just starts walking around the ring, picking up chairs and chucking them into the ring and making yeah. a big pile. And awesome. then he stands in the ring and he's like, all right, come on. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah and I I dig this. I A, a couple weeks, I didn't, we didn't really touch on it, but I dig new angry Kalisto from yeah. a couple weeks ago, that he's not just 
A, that he's not just Rey Mysterio again. That B, that he's not like happy. I'm Lucha Dragons Kalisto. I'm going to do a good Lucha thing. You know. <laughs> I, I, I dig that he's like, he's got a character. He's really pissed off at Baron Corbin. Yeah. Because, <clears throat> like, I mean, if you look at it, Baron Corbin cost him money. Oh, right? yeah. Because when you get put on the shelf, you would think that they're not getting paid because yeah. you get paid when you get injured. Like, I mean, I guess WCB would be a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> in the wrestling world. Yeah. But uh, in real life, they do get paid. Yeah. Yes. Just so that everyone's clear. Just so everyone's clear. But I mean, like, in kayfabe purposes, like, yeah. he goes home, he has to sit at home, he doesn't get to do the thing he loved. Um, which is beating up other men. Um, Corbin's real good at that. I, dude, I love Baron Corbin. And I think that a lot of people are very down on him. I think I think opinion is turning. Really? I think opinion is turning to the positive for Corbin. Good. Because I like him, man. He's been putting in great work. And his... I don't have time to watch Talking Smack, but apparently... I've only watched one of them. Apparently his promos on Talking Smack have been great. Really? Yeah. Oh. I should start watching. Talking he doesn't get Smack. a lot of mic time during the actual show, but yeah, I do like uh, Daniel Bryan got in his face after interfering with the with the match. And he's like, "Why are you doing this?" Yeah, and Baron Corbin's like, "Because I'm great, and you keep dicking me around with <laughs> yeah. garbage like messing with Kalisto." Yeah, <clears throat> and Bryan's like, you, well, "You need to stop doing this, or you know there will be repercussions." And and Corbin's like. I don't think so, because <laughs> yeah. you need me more than I need you. Oh man! He's just like I'm. Yeah. He's like I'm really good at this, and you know that. And you want your show to be good? Yeah. What are you gonna do to me <laughs> later? Later. And it's just like <laughs> man, I love it. Yeah, he's great. He's got that. Just the way he carries himself too. It's like you smug son of a bitch. Yeah. You fuck. The match is. Way better than I thought it was. Holy be, crap, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like, That's the most Canadian better. thing I've ever said. Holy crap, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Yes, oh. y'all. <laughs> Got some of those uh, Timbits we were talking about the other day. <laughs> oh, crap, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it sounded like... Oh, crap. Is Canadian or Minnesotan or something? I don't know. Oh, oh for sure, though. Oh, for sure, eh? Oh. Just a couple of hosers in the ring. A couple big boys beating hey. each other up. Oh, fine wrestle boys. <laughs> yeah. Fine pair of wrestle boys. Um, no, this match was great. Yeah. Uh, it was very much like the the big guy versus little guy match. Yeah, but the little guy's got chairs. Yes, unfortunately, the un, 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 unfortunately for the little guy, the big guy's got <laughs> chairs. chairs too. Yeah, it's not like a one sided handicap. It's yeah, like it starts and Kalisto, you know, start like starts putting in some work with the chairs, mm-hmm. and Baron's like, ow, 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 you know, and like taking some hits. Yeah, and then eventually sort of turns it around, and you're like, oh, Kalisto's dead now. Yeah, like, like, oh, that was basically <laughs> what I what I. Liked about the commentary on this match is that mm-hmm. JBL was doing his normal insufferable. He thing. loves swatting flies, that Baron Corbin. Yeah, really. <laughs> Kalisto doesn't have a shot in hell. This is all terrible. This is, you know, he's a I hate him. He's tiny. He reminds me of Rey Mysterio. Remember when I fought Rey Mysterio? <laughs> yeah. and shut up, JBL. But then you know, partway through the match, he's like, "Why? This is he's put up more of a fight than I expected." I'll I'll say that. Yeah. You know? And then near the end of the match, he's like. I actually don't know which way this is going to go. <laughs> yeah, this is good. I think he's got a real shot now. Look, man, for all you JBL haters, he, you know the proof is in this match. Kalisto made made JBL a believer. 
Who did win this match? Corbin. Corbin won the match. Um, there's but one man, point, man, what a match! Kalisto though. hits like this, like a they call it like a seated senton mm. onto like a big pile of chairs. Yeah. very painful. There's one point where Kalisto just throws a chair at Baron Corbin, and I always find that funny in wrestling. I don't know why, but I always laugh. Yeah. When they just like, <laughs> they just throw it. Which seems like weird that they let people do that because it is dangerously close to a headshot. Like they don't, they don't let anybody, they don't let headshots happen. We've talked about this before. Unprotected shots to the head. Yeah, unprotected. You have to put your arm up. They used to. They just don't be even like, let them do that anymore. They don't even like headshots are just a no-no. Really? Yeah, I don't. No. I don't think there is. If you can show me in the last five years when like a two-handed overhead chair shot happened, I don't think you can. Really? Yeah. The shoulders, certainly. Like, I don't think so. It's hmm. all back. It's all like hit to the gut, straight on the back. Hmm. Which makes it like a lot of people are like, no, you can't do chairs anymore because you get rid of headshots. It's like, you fucking maniac. <laughs> I don't want to watch these guys get hit in the head. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. Every time, even if I watch like old wrestling and I see like some of those chair shots, I'm just like, Ugh. At one point, Kalisa does a suicide dive yeah. and Corbin catches just, catches him yeah. just and then does a deep six oh it was awesome to, that uh, was like on the outside the, of the match yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, near the end of the match Corbin god what does Kalisto do he like jumps somewhere and Corbin hits him with the chair in midair mm. kind of like a like a he kind of just puts the chair up yeah and Kalisto kind of runs into it. Um, and then hits a end of days on like a big old pile of chairs. Yeah. After the match, Corbin then goes over to the English commentary table. Yeah. And like rips the top off and just yells at the commentary team. Yeah. It's like, that's what's going to happen to anyone who gets in my way. It's awesome. Yeah. Also, speaking of commentary teams, what what happened to the German commentators? I don't know. They... There's been been a major shakeup in WWE Germany. (laughs) Karsten Schaefer and Sebastian Hackel are out. (laughs) They're gone. I don't even even know these new guys' names. I don't even. I'm impressed that you knew their names. Well, because they've said it so many times, and I've I've mentioned it on the show. I like look it, and I like it doesn't process. I didn't realize that they'd replace them. And yeah, and there were. I was like, who are these guys? Also. For the first time, I don't, uh, was it here or Roblox? No, I think it was here. Taiwanese? For the first time, uh, Mandarin. Mandarin. Yeah. yeah, Mandarin commentary team. Cool. Yeah. Good. Yes, I think that's to do with the WWE moving more onto the eastern side yeah. of the world. Smart. Yeah. Going global. Yep. Uh, briefly backstage, Natalia is talking to one of the interviewers who's like, hey, what do you think about what Carmella said? And Natalia's just like, well, she's a liar. <laughs> yeah, it's like she says it's a lie. Why? Why would she lie? Well, because she's a liar. Also, uh, Natalia's got the dumbest gimmick right now. By the way, I, we didn't mention it because it's like super not relevant. But she, she's been quoting songs, and it's so ham-fisted and stupid. Like she'll, she'll be like, you know, like, look, I need you now tonight. I need you more than ever. <laughs> And you're like, wait, hang on. I like, I like, what are you your, saying? I like your delivery so much better. Well, because she, she, she takes lyrics and, yeah, she doesn't deliver it great. But then it, it was, like, kind of okay when people didn't acknowledge it. Yeah. And, it, and, you, and you were just sort of like, she's just quoting lyrics? But then people <laughs> were like, but then people were like, that song. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. And it's like, well, that's, that's so stupid and weird. <laughs> I don't know. 
I found it very odd. I don't know. I just, I think it's like a thing. I don't think it's like, I neither like it nor hate it. I have no strong yeah. feelings either way. Fair enough. <laughs> Tables this match. Has been a, this has been a quick pay-per-view. So well, there's less to talk about because it's only two weeks of yeah, the smackdown in between. That's fine. It'll take yeah. me less time to edit it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Quantity over quality. Let's just ship well, them out. Unless we, start, unless we start going off on massive... Divergent quests that involve me like we could finding old YouTube videos. What's the oldest? What's the oldest footage that I can make Graham dig up? That's my new goal. Terry Funk was born. And, um, Back in 1977, the Midnight Express lost by DQ. Dude. <laughs> Yeah. Tables match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Yeah. Becky Lynch defends against Alexa Bliss. God, how good has Alexa been? Yeah, wow. When Alexa looks disgusted at the crowd, I, I can't help but laugh. She has the best like, facial she's expressions. She's got the best. It's so funny. Even when they were introducing her for this match, and she's like, look at me, and everyone's like, boo. She's just like, It's like, you don't know what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah. The build-up to this match... Um, it's been going for a while. It was actually mostly just Alexa getting the upper hand on Becky constantly, it felt yeah. like. Um, when did the when did they have the match in Glasgow? Was that before Survivor Series or no? Uh, no, I think it was... Was it the Becky versus Natalia with Alexa on commentary? No, it was Becky okay, versus so Alexa was... when she, had, she was in the submission hold and then Alexa's foot was on the ropes where the ref didn't see it. Right. Yeah, that was, that was before. That was before? Yeah. Okay, well, there was a match where... Becky had Alexa in the disarm her, mm-hmm. and it's her armbar submission. You don't like the name? It's just, just I didn't just know it was called. I just disarm thought, her? Well, because they say it so quickly, I thought it was just called the disarmer. Disarm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, that's a cool name for it. But no, it's actually the disarm, disarm her. her. Yeah. Because they're women. And she's, the, it, she's the last kicker. <laughs> Becky's, it's not the best. Becky's okay. nicknames need some work. Yeah, they do. But uh, she had her in the disarm her. Cool whip. Uh, <laughs> she had her in the disarmor. Alexa's foot was on the ropes. Right. Alexa taps out. And she's like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Like, you got lucky. And they're like, well, you still tapped out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm, all right. And then uh, they had a contract signing? Yeah, the SmackDown before this, they had a contract signing, which presumably always, I think we've said this before, presumably contract signings always happen, but sometimes they televise them, and nothing <laughs> ever happens. No. No, they no, always always end up in a fight. They always go without a hitch. It's, a, it's an opportunity for the people involved to cut promos on one another, basically. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to remember what the main sort of thrust of Alexa's argument was. Basically that Becky was just lucky. Yeah. Like, Alexa is the best. <laughs> right. Just kind of the usual heel stuff. I actually really liked Becky's stuff because she said that... Um, She's really good on the mic, by the yeah, way. They're both actually quite comfortable on the mic. Very good on the mic. Yeah. Like, I'm so impressed by Alexa considering like she's relatively new. I know Becky's been around for like yeah. years and years. Um, Becky calling, or basically likening Alexa to a four-year-old, <laughs> like just her actions and the way she pouts and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, uh, Becky constantly mentions how she's the WWE Women's Champion, which is nice. Yep. And it's just a reminder, you know? Um, <laughs> Becky right crosses the fuck out of Alexa. Yeah, I love, of- she's, <laughs> Alexa's like, I'm going to, 
I'm gonna take. She makes some sort of proclamation about how she's gonna win the match or something. Yeah. And Becky's like, okay, okay, okay. Well, let me ask you this then. And then just punches yeah. her. Like a stiff one, too. Yeah, it looked awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then they tussle around for a bit, and Becky has the table set up, and she's gonna suplex Alexa through it. Yeah. But then Alexa just pushes her off. Actually, I think, I don't think it was on this show, maybe it was the week before that, but Becky calls Alexa a bitch yeah. on TV. I think it's after this. Cause, yeah. See oh, you later, PG! <laughs> it's, it, it's after this, because she's wearing, she's backstage wearing like a, uh, some sort of supportive medical Just kinesio brace. tape? Just... <laughs> <laughs> she's like a mummy. She's like, wearing some sort of like brace, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna show that bitch what." Yeah, for. call her the B word. Goodbye, yep. PG. Hello, Attitude Era. That's We're a, back in it. That's exactly what that We're means. <laughs> two feet, just jumping in. <laughs> Look out! Here comes Steve Blackman. Yeah, here comes Meat. Remember Meat? I, John Stasiak. I had blissfully forgotten meat. about Meat. Meat. Meat, bring back meat. Is Sean Stasek still alive? Uh, let's find out you together. Should, <laughs> I need to know because meat's making a comeback. Meat twenty seventeen. Stasiak. Yes, he is. Fucking meat. His fucking tights were just underwear. Like they were tights, but the, they were graphicked up to be like tidy whities. And now I gotta go find <laughs> footage of meat. meat. Yes. <laughs> meat. He is. A chiropractor. Ah. And motivational speaker. Oh. Yeah. Good for him. Currently works for the Advanced Comprehensive Medical Team based out of Texas as a chiropractor. Wow, that sounds fancy as fuck. He received We're a certificate. In, in 2007, he, he received a certificate in manipulation under anesthesia. So, good for you, Sean Stasiak, <laughs> a.k.a. Look, all I'm saying meat. is we're going to be in Texas. He's in Texas. Meat. Meat. I want to meet meat. We can have a meat meat. <laughs> Come on down to the meat, 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 and try some meat. Buffalo, 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 <laughs> buffalo, buffalo. Um, Becky Lynch and the Alexa show's Bliss. peaked, everyone. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> uh, okay. Wow. Oh right. man. Becky Lynch defending Becky. the title against Alexa Bliss. <laughs> Fucking meat. Okay, so I'm done. This is a good match. Yeah, dude, this this match is great. They actually made it. They had great uses of like the suspense of being put through the table. Yeah, and there was there was a couple points where Becky would like charge at Alexa, and Alexa moved, and like Becky was doing like the whoa, like just trying to stop herself from going through the table. Yeah, oh, that was fucking great. The well, the finish comes from there's. Tables set up in a couple different places, yeah. And one of them is um, outside the ring, and Alexa is on the apron in front of the table, yeah, uh, like outside the ropes. And Becky tries to baseball slide Bliss off, yeah, but Bliss uh, dodges it, and mm-hmm. so now they're both on the apron, yeah, outside. And Alexa slips down and manages to grab Becky and powerbomb her. Off the apron, through the table. I did not think Alexa was winning this Your new SmackDown Women's Champion, Alexa Bliss. Jesus. Yeah. That completely shocked me. I thought Becky was holding that title for forever. There was actually a great bit after Alexa won, and then they tried to interview Becky, 
Yeah. She's like, you need to get that microphone out of my face right now. Yeah. Because I'm not happy. It's yeah. Like, this Damn. is not a time to talk to You me. get her, girl. Yeah. Like, yes. And then just, everyone's been giving that new interviewer a really hard time, by the way. <laughs> she, she messed up someone's name. Uh, oh, James Ellis. She said James Ellis. And Dean Ambrose is like, yeah, Ellsworth, but yeah. <laughs> And but and <clears throat> Kevin Owens because he's been in character yeah. has been like, what a stupid question to ask somebody. <laughs> Do you like this job? <laughs> God, you, I'm not even going to answer that your question. I'll tell you what I will tell you, and then yeah. he goes on and does his thing. Yeah. But like in character, he's like just crapping all over. Oh God, he's the, best. the 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 unforgiving life of a backstage WWE reporter. Yeah, because yeah, now that Tom well, Phillips they never is on, really like pre. Lately, I guess. I, I mean, I, there's like a good 10-year period that I didn't really watch wrestling. Yeah. But um, they never really acknowledged like the backstage people. They just kind of talked to them and that yeah. was it. And now that Renee's doing uh, Talking Smack, mm-hmm. she's doing less of it. And now that Tom Phillips is on commentary, he's not doing it. Dude, Tom Phillips interacting with Owens and Jericho is the best. <laughs> It's just the best. Uh, did, I did want to mention at one point, actually, uh, that we forgot. There was something that I, I, I wrote down is that uh, Lynch applies the disarm her, the disarm her yeah. uh, with her arm, with the like through a table leg. Yeah, it's awesome. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. Which, makes, which doesn't make a lot of sense because it's never going to win you the match. Oh, yeah. You can't actually win a tables match by submission, can you? No. So I gotta go through the table. Hmm. What if they're like, hmm. uh, what well if, then. okay. Smart one, Bex. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> what if, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm just wondering here, what if she has her on the disarmor on the table and then she grabs the table oh. and breaks it in half like that? Ooh. Does that count? Or do they have to actually go through the table? Because they've talked about it before where people have been, like in tables matches, have been like sitting on the table yeah. and then the table breaks. And they're like, no, match isn't over. You have to go, th- like, they have to be put through the table. Right. Yeah. That's usually because there's been some sort of accident. Yeah. But that's how they sell it on, like, commentary. They're like, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, if the table's just, like, flat on the ground and you lie someone on one half of it and then just, like, fold the other half over <laughs> like a sandwich. Does that count? Just like a pita bread or something. <laughs> Does that count as putting them through the table? I don't know. I'm going to say probably not. I bet they would call it either way depending on how they wanted to make the match go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I could see it going. What would you say the next week on the show, though? Like, I turned you into the table pita bread. You're my bitch. (laughs) I turned you into a table calzo. (laughs) Anyway, Alexa Bliss is the champion. Yeah, there's a great bit on uh, Talking Smack with Alexa Bliss. I watched this Talking Smack. This was the post-TLC one? Yeah. And Alexa actually starts crying because she's so happy that she won. Her mom is in the crowd. Wow. Which was, it was good. Because it shows that, like, hey, man, even heels, like, are people that mm-hmm. get emotions. and, and But I, it was weird because... I heard that she had a slight character break. Yeah. But then brought it back. Well, it was like... To me, it felt like she was like, oh, I'm really happy. I think, And she started talking about her mom. And she's like, oh, I'm going to get emotional. And for me, it was just jarring because then, I think it was Renee was like, well, you have to give some credit to Becky for this match. And then she just snapped into character, like, immediately. She's yeah. like... I don't have to thank Becky for nothing. Like, it was just, it, it worked. I thought it was good. I think it's kind of great, actually. But it was just like she snapped into, like, Alexa Bliss mode rather right. than from, like, probably how she was really feeling at the time. Right. But, yeah, it was a good interview. Liked it. Sweet. Um, and now your main event. 
Now your main event. Now your main event. Yes, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Your main event is us going home. No. um, (laughs) Hooray! (laughs) Da da da. Dean Ambrose versus AJ Styles yeah. in a TLC match. Which so. you may be confused because, hey, Adam and Cram, we've already seen a table, a ladder, and a chairs match. Mm. What could they possibly do? And it's like, well, much like ketchup, mustard, and relish, we'll put all three great flavors together, and you get... You get judged by people from <laughs> Chicago? <laughs> oh, is it them? They don't like relish on things? I can't remember. It's different... Is it Chicago? Certain, I've heard whispers certain, of this. Certain eastern U.S. population hubs have very strong opinions about how you're supposed to eat a hot dog. And uh, I heard, wasn't it like you're not supposed to put a relish on a hot dog? Or I think it's ketchup. What? Yeah. I tell you what, and I don't, I don't care who knows it. I, I'll put everything on a hot dog. Yeah. I don't care. We're fucking anarchists up here in Canada. Yeah, we're <laughs> just a bunch of monsters. <laughs> Until you can't taste the meat. Yeah. That's the trick. <laughs> Just want to blow yeah, your speaking taste buds of meat, right <laughs> Sean Saziak. Just coat him in <laughs> ketchup, mustard, and relish, and <laughs> just comes full circle. <laughs> I'm planting seeds in your head. And you're gonna be thinking next time you see like you're gonna be at the grocery store, but like Kathleen's gonna be like, oh, we should get some ground beef. You're like Sean Stasiak. Why? <laughs> Just cut to me in the meat aisle just being like, why, Sean? I have like a roast or something, and I'm like, why? You were a chiropractor. <laughs> Where were we? I don't oh, know. TLC. Okay, so they, have, they take all the things, the themes from the night, yeah. and put it into a, a big melting pot. Mm-hmm. And then you get the but TLC match. You still have to win a TLC match like a ladder match. Yes. So you're... It's going to get more confusing. Yeah, the title <laughs> is above the ring, and you got to climb up a ladder and get it, but tables and chairs are also legal. Yes. It's basically a no-DQ match. Yeah. The But a ladder... Like, but. It's a ladder match. Can you get DQ'd from a ta- from a ladder match for using a chair? No. No. Yeah. You just don't. They just so it's don't. Just, it's just a ladder match. You yeah. just call it, but they call it the TLC match because it's the main event. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> there, there were only two episodes of SmackDown, but let me just go into some of my notes real quick. So, the SmackDown after <laughs> Survivor. Survivor Series, yeah. Shane McMahon is real flustered at yeah. Ambrose. Because of him coming back to attack AJ, and they, they 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 did eventually win that match, but he's like real upset at mm-hmm. Ambrose fighting against the brand basically, and he's like, "You need to leave, you you need to not be here tonight, because yeah. I I have to not see you." It's awesome. And Ambrose yeah. is like, oh, "Okay, I'll just I'll just duck out for a sec and come back. Like you te- you text <laughs> me whenever you need me." And Shane's like, "No, no, you have to go. Yeah. You need to leave." And he's like, "Okay, cool. I'll, I'll be back." Did and he like, get mad at AJ though? Because AJ attacked Ambrose. Uh, for some reason, he was really keen on Ambrose. The, <laughs> AJ's the champion. Mm, I don't know. Anyway, and so Dean's like, all right, cool, I'll be back in a few minutes. And Shane's like, don't. Please don't. <laughs> then Ambrose shows up again backstage with, like, some pizza. And he's like, hey, what's up? I'm back now. And, and Shane's like, no, no. I said, leave. Go yeah. home. We don't need you tonight. Please be not here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did you did you want some pizza? Is that the problem? Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, I really like Dean Ambrose's I like that, character. That uh, yeah, that part of his character where he's just yeah. kind of like, oh, uh-huh. what? Uh-huh. All right, whatever, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's just like he he half doesn't care and he's half doing it to get a rise out of people. Yeah. 
Then he shows up again later, dressed like a Mountie. Yeah, because this, this was in because, this was in Montreal. Yeah, this was in Ottawa. Ottawa, sorry. This is in Ottawa. This is right after Survivor Series. Yeah, so and he, they book a ladder match between AJ Styles and James, James Ellsworth, Ellsworth because Ellsworth needs a contract yeah. for SmackDown. So this is the match. They award it to him. They're like, the, the open the show, and they're like, Ellsworth, congratulations. You're full-time on SmackDown. Here's a contract. Yeah. And he's like, uh, act- and AJ's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. This gets a contract? Yeah. This being gets a contract? Yeah. What? And it basically comes about that uh, it's going to be a ladder match for the contract, and if Ellsworth wins, he gets a contract. And Ellsworth is like, that. yes, that sounds great, because I want to earn it and show that I can, I can do the thing. Yeah. Because any man with two feet yeah, can, can climb, climb a ladder. ladder. <laughs> it's like, all right. But, and then Shane is like, Dean, you can't. I was like, well, I bet you. Because that's, that's part of why Shane wants Dean to leave as well, because he's like, to stop interfering with stuff. I bet you a person with one foot could climb a ladder. Did Zach Cage ever have a ladder match? Was that the one? Like, yeah. Isn't that the guy that got beat up by Brock Lesnar in front of his parents? Yep. <laughs> Wrestling's the best because I get to say sentences like that. <laughs> isn't, isn't that the one legged wrestler who did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You heard about that embarrassment with, God, it was John Laurinaitis, wasn't it? Who was it? I think it was John Laurinaitis who hired the wrong one-legged wrestler. What? They'd heard about this one-legged wrestler who was really good, and they went and saw him and were like, man, this guy's great. We need to actually get this guy for a program. And they were like, John, go get that one-legged wrestler. And he's like, okay. And, uh, (laughs) okay. And then... uh, That was pretty good. Thanks. And then... Hired a, the wrong a, a different guy. And you idiots! Yeah. That's the wrong girl. <laughs> yeah. This is stunt doubles. Anyway, yeah. don't worry about any of that. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so Dean comes back dressed like a Mountie. Yeah, and Brian's it's, like, Dean, you seriously have to. Yeah. You have to go before Shane. Ca- oh no, here he comes. Yeah. And Shane's like, Why are you here? <laughs> And Danny Bryan's like, Shane, maybe you should go. Yeah. Maybe you should just take the rest of the night off. And Shane's like, maybe I will. Yeah. Good. good, I need to cool off. And before on his way out, Dean's like, wait, Shane, don't you want to know I'm dressed like a Mountie? (laughs) No. No. Brian, do you want to know I'm dressed like a Mountie? (laughs) Brian's like, no, I don't. (laughs) You sure? Yeah, I kind of do, actually. <laughs> like, Brian doesn't think that, that Ambrose's shenanigans are nearly as annoying as Shane yeah. does. He's like, yeah, you know what? I kind of do. And he's like, because the Mounties always get their man. <laughs> Big pop from the Canadian and crowd. Brian actually burst out laughing. Yeah. He's like, it looked like a legitimate laugh, too. Yeah. Like, it was pretty great. Big pop from the Canadian crowd. Yeah. Then, main oh, event. Sorry. <laughs> To tie this in, there was a professional wrestler oh, yeah, yeah. called the Mountie. Called the Mountie. And he always got his man. <laughs> he dressed like a Mountie. And his, and he his had a taser, was great. I think? Yeah, he had a stun uh, like a baton, uh, like a stun gun. A stun baton, thing. yeah. Stun baton. I guess a cattle prod? I don't know. Because that was Canadian representation in wrestling. Yeah. Pre, like, Jericho Benoit, Bret Hart. Yeah, so... Well, I guess he was around when Bret Hart was around. But anyway. Fast forward to the main event. Yeah. And it's a ladder match, and... Unsurprisingly, um, AJ is taking James Ellsworth to task uh, quite handily. And then Dean bursts out of the crowd wearing an Ottawa Senators jersey. The uh, fucking pandering. Attacks AJ and uh, and they faff around. And I forgot to mention my favorite... (laughs) 
dumb commentary thing. Yeah. From last time we were talking about the whole Ellsworth feud. Yeah, we didn't. Someone mentioned this in the <laughs> YouTube comments too. I think we didn't bring it up. Oh. The no chin music. No chin yeah. music. Yeah, that's what Ellsworth, Ellsworth does. A super kick for a finisher. They call it the no chin music. Apparently, Otunga takes credit. Is it Otunga that gets the? Fair enough. Sure. Yeah. If, that, if, if that's true, good job. Good job, Otunga. But yeah, the because uh, HBK, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels used to do a super kick as yeah. his finisher, which uh, he did the, a super kick before anyone did yeah. the super kick. But specifically, his super kick is special because <laughs> you know he starts out the, how ridiculous it sounds to say super kick. Yeah, the theatrics <laughs> involve him standing in the corner yeah. and quote warming up the band. Yeah. By stomping his feet, yeah. because the the move is called sweet chin music, because yeah. he gets him in the chin, and so this is the no chin music, which he's got a pretty good super kick. Yeah, Honestly, Ellsworth yeah. has a pretty good super kick, yeah, considering bad. he's not as tall as the other guys. Yeah. But so um, uh, anyway, through a combination of Dean interfering and a well placed no okay. chin music, Ellsworth wins that match. Well, he like okay, Ellsworth hits the no chin music, but yeah. AJ gets his leg stuck. In the ropes. Yeah, so... And then... It, the, yeah, he doesn't get... AJ doesn't get, like, taken out, mm-hmm. but he, like, he's falling back through the ropes, catches himself, but the ropes are twisted around his legs, so yeah. he can't get free to stop Ellsworth, Ellsworth from climbing. Yeah. And Dean is just like, this has worked out spectacularly. <laughs> Dean's just killing himself laughing. Because yeah. he's just like, this is great. And, yeah, Ellsworth... Uh, Kudos to AJ Styles to be able to do that, like, get yourself tangled yeah. up like that. On in on live TV and not screw it up. You yeah. know what I mean? That's why I'm just constantly amazed by wrestlers. Yeah. It's like they do all this stuff on one take. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the state of things. And then I don't know if it's after the match on this episode or on the next episode. I think it's the next episode of SmackDown. The Styles Clash? Uh yeah, Styles it's beats the, the tar. hell out of James Ellsworth. <laughs> yeah. Including, yeah, a and it looked brutal. Um from the steel steps. A Styles Clash to the outside. Because yeah, it's like he has him on the outside and he's like, he's got him in the Styles Clash and then he kind of like, he's like, carries right, him over to the stairs and climbs up and then gives him the Styles Clash off the. <sighs> God damn. Looks, Kudos it, to Ellsworth. Yeah. Me, like, looks I wonder brutal. who brought that idea up. It, I, you know what? It probably was Ellsworth. Probably. Because usually, like, people are like, you can do that to me. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Go ahead, man. I'll, re- I'll make sure not to tuck my chin this yeah, time. Yeah, don't tuck your chin. He That's almost th- killed himself on that one <laughs> yeah. Styles Clash. The, 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 the thing with the Styles Clash is that when you're in the air like that, your natural state is to like bunch up and yeah. you want to tuck your head. But then you're landing like this on the top of your head. Yeah. And you to take a Styles Clash properly, you want to take it on your chest. You you have to fight that instinct and actually go like, uh, you want to like that. Yeah. And Ellsworth didn't in as much as you're supposed to. And AJ like... Corrected in midair so that he was landing on the feet first more yeah. than the chest. Anyway, it was very impressive. But I yeah, think that, that's why a lot of people are of the opinion that the style clash is a very dangerous move. Mm-hmm. But I think it's, I can't say because I've never taken a style clash, no. but a lot of it's on the person taking it, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's not going to, I, I, you know, like professional courtesy, you're not going to do a styles clash unless you have talked to the other guy beforehand and yeah. be like, are you okay with this? Do you know how to take it? Yeah. Are you comfortable with me doing I think I've this heard, move to I've, you? I've uh, watched interviews where AJ's talking about people like, one guy got hurt real bad off his Styles Clash. And you remember him saying like, yeah. oh, I talked to him beforehand. I was like, do you know how to take my finish? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, of course. And then he took it and injured himself horribly. <laughs> it's just like, all right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which is why I thought they were I'd just like, going to move away from the Styles Clash because it is it it can be dangerous. Yeah, like yeah. It, it puts them in a position that where things can go wrong, and the WWE likes to stay away from situations like that. Which is when they were pushing the phenomenal forearm as like his finisher, mm-hmm. which I was fine with. Mm-hmm. It looks spectacular, so yeah. it's just like whatever. Mm-hmm. I think AJ they've they've built AJ or AJ. You know what? AJ's built himself to the point I think this year where pretty much anything any one of his kind of main moves that he does can yeah. finish a match I think the, fun, yeah, the, the phenomenal forearm was the TLC poster yeah forearm anyway so this match yeah uh, that's the situation that, that, that we're in for this match is um, Ellsworth is in a neck brace but he's there they keep talking about how he's not here tonight through the whole show, he's like, "Well, you know, no, no, do you know no, where?" Because no. he's, "Oh, we're not. Are we talking about TLC? Or are we talking yeah. about?" Yeah, okay. you're talking about TLC because yeah. he, he, he's backstage. Is he? And Brian's like, "Look, oh fuck, you're right. You yeah. can, you can be backstage. You please watch the show. Yeah, don't go out there. Yeah." And Ellsworth is like, <laughs> "You know, you know what Ellsworth's character is like. Hmm. <laughs> he's like a super fan." Yeah. That, thankfully, I've only had encountered this a couple times over my years of minor internet fame. <laughs> but is the sort of person who you know they're they're like they're really into someone. Something flips <laughs> in James Ellsworth's head, yeah. and he's like, "No, I can do this because Dean would totally be okay with that." Yeah, I could go down to the ring because Dean would like that, and everything's there's no possible repercussion there because Dean is okay with it. Yeah. So I can go down there, and Brian's like, "No, you can't stay here," you know. Yeah, and uh, and because that this because he he's been like getting more and more interfering because he's been more sort of confident that everything will be okay because he's friends with Dean Ambrose, yeah, and so everything's fine. There's actually a brilliant moment that was a lot. Now looking back on it, there's some foreshadowing for this main event on mm-hmm. the interview. There was an in, in-ring promo, I think it was the week before the Go Home episode, yeah. where Dean Ambrose was had an Ambrose Asylum with Ellsworth. Yeah. And then he's like, because he had a guaranteed, because winning that contract also gave him a guaranteed title shot. Yeah. And Ambrose was like, oh, you have a guaranteed title shot, who would you rather face? And he's like, well, um, I think I'd rather face, I think, what did he say? He's like, it doesn't matter. But I think I'd rather face AJ because I'm up three nothing on him. Yeah, and I think I can take him. I have his number. Yeah, that's what it was. And I was like, oh. Okay. And Dean's like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Sort of it's like, like these delusions of grandeur of just like it's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. It's it's been a great like little journey. Yeah. So that that all brings us to this match: yeah. AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose. <sighs> Hell of a match. Hell of a match. And I, yes, AJ's pants rip. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at one point, the butt of AJ's pants rip. People were like, when I, I didn't even notice it when I was watching it the first time. Like, really? Didn't even, yeah, didn't huh. even notice. And and I don't know. I don't know. It's a big hole. Yeah. It's so like yeah and watched it the second time. I was like, God damn, that's a big hole. People were like, you can see his butthole. It's like, no, you couldn't. You yeah. could see like. You could see some cheek. Some cheek and some thigh, maybe. 
Yeah. Somebody actually, I saw a really funny tweet. It's like someone took the AJ Styles character on WWE 2K16 or whatever and then just like edited it out, like put skin color where the tights were. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Added the butthole right? Yeah. Nice. Um, at the beginning of the match, this was a great, they were fighting on the outside and Dean like sets up the chairs. And he's like, do you want to talk about this now? Can we have a nice conversation? Do you still want to go through with this? Like when they were fighting, it was pretty great. Uh, highlights. Dean Ambrose hits a huge fucking sets up the table or the ladder on the announce table. Yeah. On the Spanish announce table. Mm. And then does an elbow drop onto the actual announce yeah. table. Um, the, the English announce table. The English announce The actual. <laughs> <laughs> the one that we hear. <laughs> the actual announce I know what you meant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Uh... AJ hits a fucking monstrous springboard 450 on the to the outside through a table. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's the best in the world. That was amazing. Yeah. Styles counters a dirty deeds into an attempted Styles clash just yeah. before that 450 attempt. Yeah. At one point <clears throat> Dean hits a dirty deeds onto a ladder or something. Stairs, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, no, this yeah. is when yeah, he hits the dirty deeds on the stairs. And I'm like, and he's climbing the ladder. Well, I'm like, he just did a dirty deeds under the stairs. Yeah. That's it's got to be done, right? It's 100 percent damage modifier. Oh, it's got to be right. Finisher under the stairs. Finisher on the stairs because submission yeah. hold. We go through this like every time. <laughs> submission hold on the announce table is 50 percent. <laughs> submission hold on the stairs is 25 percent. So an actual move and your finisher on top. Mm. That's 100 percent. Yeah, 100 percent damage modifier. And this is the part where Dean was climbing the ladder to get the belt, and AJ just kind of went, whoop, <laughs> just got up, like, after getting the dirty deeds on the stairs. Yeah. That was the only time where I was like, eh, okay. <laughs> so, Styles, after that 450 on the table, yeah. Styles gets in the ring and sets up a ladder, and James Ellsworth comes down. Yeah. He comes out of the back. And Styles is like, just sees him, and just like the red mist descends. <laughs> yeah, He's great. just like, you <laughs> tiny thing. And gets down, and he gets off the ladder. Yeah. He just forgets about the belt. He gets yeah. off the ladder, chucks the ladder to the side, and he just like goes after him. Yeah. Just really, really angrily. Yeah. But that gives Ambrose time to, to get back up. Yeah. Ambrose knocks AJ off the ladder and out of the ring. Yeah. And is then... Like resets the ladder, and then he can climb it, and he can get the title, and AJ is in no position to contest it. Yeah. When Swerve, <laughs> yeah. James Ellsworth comes over yeah. and pushes Dean's ladder over. Yeah. And Dean falls off, and I would I want to say to the surprise of no one, I guess it, it felt a little weird. Yeah, but I mean like. I mean, hindsight's yeah, 2020, I guess. right? Looking back on that interview where he's like, well, I made you still his number, right? That's a good so, point, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's, I just didn't, I just, I just. No, I guess, I guess that's what had to happen, actually, from a, for the storyline. That's, mm-hmm. that, that's a really good but point. But I, I wasn't even surprised regardless. I was like, all right, that makes, I mean, like, I thought it was going to, I didn't know how they were going to explain it. And yeah. they actually did, like, after, on Talking Smack, Ellsworth was on the show. And, and he's like, he well. the same thing. He's like, well, I've got AJ Styles' number. I've beaten him three times. Yeah, I'm 3-0 so, against AJ Styles. Like, and, ev- and everyone's like, oh. Yeah. yeah, even Brian and Renee, during the Talking Smack, they're like, hmm. 
I don't know about that. Sorry, I, uh, I should mention, Ambrose goes off the ladder through two tables. Yes. He goes off the ladder, flies out of the ring, through two tables, and then is just, he's, he's lying there, like, dazed and also dumbfounded. He's just like... Uh, uh, you know what I didn't like? It was like, he didn't look that hurt. And they, he was laying there with his eyes open. They did, they did the close-up on him, he's just like... He looked ridiculous. He looked very serene. Yeah, he was yeah. like... Despite, have, despite his body position. I have consigned to this moment in my life. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Well, I live here now. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, Styles is just like, okay. okay. And yeah. Ellsworth is like, yeah, Yay, go. Go, go, Styles. Go. Do it. Yeah. And then Styles climbs up and gets the title and retains. I thought my initial reaction was like, maybe it's going to be like uh, kind of like Stockholm Syndrome. Mm. You know? Right. Where someone just keeps beating the piss out of you and you're like... Eventually, we come to like really fall in love with them or something. Yeah, but no, they're just exactly how Ellsworth explained it on the week before. Is like I'm up three zero on AJ Styles. Like mm-hmm. I, I believe this that I have a chance at beating him. So yeah. that's why I interfered in the match. So what's what's happened since that's worth noting? Because the next time we talk about SmackDown storyline, we're not going to be able we're to cover gonna... like a month and a half of SmackDowns. Because you said that there was a triple threat for the yeah, number one contendership. I have to watch these two weeks. Oh, okay. But I know what happened. Sure, what happened? Um, Ziggler Roughly. wins a four-way for the number one contendership. Cool. I'm trying to remember anything else. And Dean and Corbin, at least I know, were in that match, No, I think. Dean. Miz gives fucking Dean Ambrose a participation award. That's Miz's new. That's that's Miz's new thing. That's what happens on that show too. Miz has a, a Miz TV segment. Wow! And the fucking crowd starts chanting, "You deserve it!" <laughs> like just perfect. Oh my god! Yeah. Ouch! Yeah, that's amazing. But I haven't watched this week's SmackDown either, right. so I don't. Really well, know the next update for SmackDown will, will be, be after Royal Rumble. After Royal Rumble, yeah. But who cares? We're fucking caught up, bitch. <laughs> yeah! Caught up on SmackDown now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We so, did it. Next episode of Sidewalk Slam will be so uh, what do you th- roadblock end of the line. Yeah. Do you think SmackDown wins the, the pay-per-view battle? As far as the two shows? So far. I mean, so far SmackDown's just been killing it. Yeah. Raw, finally, some of Ra- stuff on Raw has been interesting me, but just not as much as the SmackDown. It's just yeah. not as been compelling. Yeah. Hasn't been as compelling. Yeah. Not has been compelling. You know what's pretty compelling? That was a sentence that didn't work. What? Tweet sent out by a certain Graham Start. <laughs> On the Twitter address of twitter.com slash at Graham underscore LRR. Aha. Equally compelling is ones by one Adam Zavadan. <laughs> you can find me at, at Wake Up Super. <laughs> yeah, this, this felt like a brisk episode. That was yeah. good, yeah. And then uh, you can also catch uh, Loading Ready Run has a Twitch channel. And they do stuff every day of the week. Yeah, and Adam does some of that stuff as well. Saturdays. Um, But you can find us at twitch.tv slash loadingreadyrun. Yes, and this show and all of the things that we do are brought to you by you by either subscribing on that Twitch channel or your support at patreon.com slash loadingreadyrun, for which we thank you hugely because we (laughs) seriously couldn't do this without you. Yeah. What was the thing about, I hate to bring it up now, but what was the thing about YouTube and clicking a bell? Oh, this dumb thing on YouTube where, like, it used to be if you subscribed to a channel and you got updated in your feed whenever someone put a put a video live. Yeah. But now you have to subscribe to the channel and click a little bell icon beside the subscribe button or 
you don't actually get the notifications. You've just subscribed. The fuck? Uh, dude, YouTube's making some weird changes recently. It's super annoying. Also, we got this t-shirt. You should go buy it. Yeah! There it's it pretty great. It's comfy, too. It's mm -hmm. comfy as fuck. I like wearing it all the time. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's it for today. Yeah. Bye. Talk to you all next time. Bye. Yeah, see ya.